Welcome to Garage Talk. It's me, Garage Guy, joined with Dale Tanhart and our special guest on Garage Talk this week, our good friend and reoccurring guest, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., uh, looking fresh as hell, showing prepared. us uh, his, uh, nice his prepared, drip baby. right now. He came prepared. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't coming on the show, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, you go to black tie events, you wear tuxes and ties and uh you know you come to garage talk and you better you better represent so um i had to had to make sure i you know got the stuff out of the closet and dusted it off it's been a while since i wore the old bristol hat um do you know what year that's from uh no i don't yeah there we go it's just beautiful i'm gonna say 87 because that was the year i was born so i really like that there you go. What about the shirt? Show us the shirt. The shirt. Um, mm. That is insane. Uh, Papa's Papa's shirt right there. Pop shirt. I forget. I think this was like 90. Probably like 93 ish. 94. I was a big one years old. Right. A couple there. years before I arrived. But yeah. that's filthy. We yeah. were talking. It, you know, we were talking before we uh, we started recording. I noticed, uh, or you kind of noticed, talked about how like these athletes have been wearing similar type of gear. You know, I think it's a great way to open the show because all three of us are wearing some some old school stuff, at least from the '90s and, and further yeah. back. Uh, most recently, I saw Khalil Herbert, who's a running back for the Bears, go I, and Jeff Gordon quote tweeted it. He was wearing a number twenty four Dupont jacket, right? Like, yeah. He's number 24 for the Bears, too, so it works. And uh, we were talking before about all these athletes that are boosting all this merch for for NASCAR. Making it expensive for us to go get. Yeah, yeah. Super expensive. But it's, I mean, to me, it's it's awesome because it's like, you know, we need some help getting out to, you know, the younger generations and those guys that are playing sports. I feel like people just kind of look at what they're doing and it, Hey, even if they don't follow along, at least they're buying our stuff, right? Yeah, that's the thing, too. And I mean, like, I think that's why it's so important now, like, especially just after talking to guys like yourself that, like, are into, like, everything that embodied that Winston Cup era, right? Like, the all-over print tees and stuff. Like, it doesn't have to die. Like, yeah, it's more expensive to make those. But, like, if you've got a fan base that's willing to purchase them, there's no reason that we can't recreate those for today's time. And, like, that's what yeah. I want to see really come out of, you know, racing in the future. Because, like, the fashion part of it is a big part of it, just as well as the competition and anything else. But it's whatever – it's like you said, it's whatever's bringing them to the table that matters in the end. And they, they've had guys that have wore NASCAR stuff for a while. I remember, like, back in, like, 2019, like, Big Sean, like a rapper, was wearing, like, a Dale Jr. jacket at an event. Yeah. Um, you you have a lot of people that do it. It's just it's, it wasn't getting the eyes, really. And now it's, like, people are watching a little bit more as, as fashion yeah. change. I feel like I went from athletes to, like, influencers because now you can go online and, like, find these old-school shirts that they have cut holes in and, like, style them up yeah don't do that much that's see i i hate when they they cut the holes all the way up to here like if you're yeah. gonna cut holes in a shirt you gotta go down like past nip down to like you know where the where the little roll to the hangs. seam yeah down 
same exactly yeah. you got to have that open for flow that's a texas cut shirt texas in the summertime yeah. my yeah. uh uh, my parents used—I used to cut my sleeves off all the time. My dad always had his sleeves cut off, and they would get so mad because I would rip them all the way down. Yeah, and then it's just like literally hanging by a thread. It's one, just like one a long turn. Yeah, it's just like a tarp hanging over you. It's tarp. Well, you're, like you're also you're also from the you're from the south where it's eight million degrees all the time, so it's acceptable no down here, right? Like yeah. I, I've been there. Middle of the summer, like you said, good airflow. Mm-hmm. you gotta have that the most airflow as possible yeah <clears throat> yeah you had uh so a lot of things have been flowing this off season the biggest news sad i couldn't be there i would have been there if i could have been you got married it was a yeah. big day people magazine covered this wedding that i was <laughs> like people magazine is covering my boy's wedding right now like just uh, how how was the day, man? How how was it? Everything did Madison get everything she dreamed of? Like how's how's life? What what's what's been happening since then? Yeah, so it was. I mean, obviously, everybody told me like, hey, like planning a wedding is stressful. Like at least on you know the the fiance. So Madison was stressed for a while, uh, but then we got everything kind of ironed out. I would say fairly early. So she felt really good about it. Um, I mean, she came up with a ton of the designs, like sending our wedding planner, like, Hey, I want this aisle. I want, you know, this color and you know, these, this type of table, can you go find it? And, um, our wedding planner was awesome. She's, uh, Madison, I feel like still talks to her every day. So, um, (laughs) it was a great event. Uh, it was always, I feel like, I don't know, maybe your own wedding, you're like, man, I wish I would have started like an hour or two earlier. So we could have gone an hour or two later, like added time to it. Cause it was like, all of a sudden it was over and you're like, dang. Uh, but we ended the night uh, at a karaoke bar, which was cool till about two 30. Wouldn't have it any other way. That's, yeah. that, that's the official way to top it off. Like I want to say that me and my wife at like four o'clock in the morning, like we just went to waffle house like, Love that's how that. real it got. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that. how, that's, 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 that's all in my love. ballpark. Where where was it at? Of, uh, it was in Charleston. It was in Charleston. So, Such a good city. Uh, dude, it's... People that go there know how good it is, but I feel like if people haven't been there, it's underrated. Like, they don't yeah. really know, right? The pastel uh, buildings, the, yeah. the brick streets. They have, like... A lot of Chicago bars there. They have like a Chicago Bears bar there, which is really weird. Yeah, they have. I feel like they have like yeah, a lot of like NFL. Like, hey, you know, here's a here's a here's a bar. Come watch the game. Yeah. Uh, Did y'all do horse? Did y'all do horse carriage? So we had a horse and carriage, but we didn't. I mean, we more took pictures with it. Uh, it Prop prop horse. Yeah, prop horse. Didn't really (laughs) have anywhere to go in it. Uh, But it was, dude. We rented a house, had the family stay at the house, um, you know, kind of close to the beach. And, uh, then we had all our friends staying downtown, had a, uh, had a little cocktail hour the night before, which was cool, which helped the wedding go really well because, you know, we met and saw everybody, uh, that came into town the night before. So then, you know, the night of the wedding, it wasn't actually like, going around and seeing people for the first time. So we got to enjoy it, got to use the dance floor up a little bit. Um, the band was phenomenal. Uh, so that was, that was cool. 
Have you seen the, the like the Hangover and like uh, what other old school? I think is what it is. Oh yeah, I want that band. You know the band that plays at those weddings. I so, want that band. <laughs> yeah, so this band's really good. Um, dude, they the, everybody talked about how like they just kept it rolling. Um, but have you ever like I always wanted to throw like a a nineties party like here at the ranch or something like in the arena Dude. and there's this band uh i saw them at oxford uh down at old miss have you ever heard of the mustache band oh my god dude they they go everywhere in mississippi all the fucking time they i mean I, i've seen them in uh, so in south mississippi at hattiesburg in, in yeah. hattiesburg mississippi they go to this bar called Brewski's, which is like the I don't want to talk too good about Brewski's, but it is like it is kind of like the premier like college spot, I guess. And yeah. I went there a lot growing up. And uh I, I swear to God, the they're in Oxford. Yeah. Oh, I've seen them at the library as well, which oh, yeah. probably paid like a three hundred dollar cover to get in there. But yeah, I was we were probably there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I'm slightly probably. embarrassed because I'm a man with a mustache and I've never heard of the mustache. Okay, band. so they, they hang go, out mustaches, everybody, everybody has mustaches. But the lead singer, I don't really know his name. I, I don't know if it's really Alan Johnson or not. Like I follow him on Twitter. His name's Alan Johnson, but he wears picture this. He's got a cowboy hat on, Ray-Bans, long hair, wearing a life jacket. Looks like Alan Jackson from Chattahoochee while he sings. Yo, what? Yeah, I'm pulling up a picture. It's hard to find videos online. So this is like a mysterious group, kind of. I mean, we could put them in that category. Chase, he kind of has... uh, Ricky, I don't know if you know who this guy is. Totally unrelated uh, music field, but or genre but he kind of has ricky retro vibes on like his appearance a little bit okay like, i got a picture of him pulled up right now like yeah long hair cowboy hat and a life vest like a life jacket thing is it like, sounds like he some looks like he came off the shoot from chattahoochee video so they do like 90s country covers Dude, yes it's- like so hot country nights is one of the bands i know that dirks bentley is in and he has yeah, this but they write character their own music right yeah yeah these so, guys well, mustache is a cover band essentially got you okay yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, so that would be the difference but like that same it's that same vibe it's like a uh same like vibe for sure country like a country version of like what primus was doing like back in the day i feel like in a way like, i feel like hot country nights would be bigger if they just did 90s country covers yeah they really would dirk's bentley letting the, the what is it dirk diggler is that or no that's yeah. the porn star yeah. from uh from boogie nights never mind yeah um it's something like that great movie he, too. he rolls with something yeah so that sounds interesting dude yeah if the, the the theme of like doing something your ranch is badass by the way like i, I found my oh, yeah. i found myself a lot of times just being like Man, just get the RV, just go stroll to Ricky's house, plug in by the shed, and just <laughs> just hang out with the boys, you know? Yeah. And so, like... Get a little Mexican food. Yeah, there we go. Like, in, inside of an old church, you know? Yeah, that's, you yeah that, was that, yeah, that was something, dude. That was something. But the the ni- a 90s party thing would be incredible, dude. Like, could you imagine, like, getting a group of people together like that? Like, how... What's the nearest, like, creek or river? about your house like do people go floating down that uh there is i think it's probably more towards the mountains though probably i'd say probably like 
Yeah. So that would be something more, more for down here, like Mississippi, Louisiana float style, but yeah, dude, yeah just having the rodeo arena, everybody wearing like nineties country. Cause nineties country was everything. Like if you didn't put on a nice button up that was like uh in a bolo tie when you were going yeah. to do something somewhere like that, that like, when does that ever exist? When does that, does that exist anywhere else outside of that time frame? Like, I don't, there's some people so. that wear them today, but I'm talking like just as like way. little accessories they wear them, but like they don't really wear them. Yeah, right. That was like a, I feel like girls wear them now more than like the guys. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I I think I've seen that too. Yeah, like girls wear them as like accessories. Wow. Girls. Yeah, they probably, they don't even know how to do it right. That was all. I hate made. the future. What was it? Uh, Lane. Um, trying to think. Eight seconds. Lane. Something. Yeah. Frost. Yeah, Lane Frost. He he's the one yeah. that made that style. I think big. He he made that style pop. Or either he I just rolled to get, into. I it. tried to get some of my groomsmen to do his dance that he did at his wedding, but. Oh, dude, that's a great good, scene. Yeah, yeah, I love that, dude. Yeah, it, it's sick. Like, there's so many cool things you can do out there, and I mean, I know for one, like, uh, obviously you got the gym. Still, is that still rolling strong? Still, still rock and roll in the gym is. Uh, I actually just came from there. That's why I was a little late. I uh, got a little late start to the day, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jim's rocking and rolling. Who and, all have you added any new? Tell us what what NASCAR drivers are there preparing with you, and have you had any any new members to the to the new? to the workout routine? Um, yeah. man, I don't know about new. We got um, so Riley Herps, Todd Gillen, Harrison Burton, uh, Cody Ware, Cole Custer. We just got married. Um, yeah, he did. He shout did. out. And then we got some truck guys. Uh, Lawless Allen. What a name! Uh, which is uh, so great. Have yeah. you ever asked? Him? Call yeah. him Flawless. Flawless Allen. Lawless. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. We don't know Lawless, but we've always been. He's a cool dude. Um, yeah. Blaine Perkins uh, just signed a, a full deal to run Xfinity, I think, uh, in the 07 car. Um. Man, I'm sure I miss it. Uh, Jack Wood just started uh, working out this offseason. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'll be at uh, KBM, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some truck races. So, uh, yeah, just trying to grow the, just trying to grow the Slide Job Ranch fitness group. So, You're, you know, uh, on this uh, quick, I guess, on uh, a subject of some breaking news and somewhat related, Jimmy Johnson's a big fit guy. Has Jimmy Johnson ever been out there before? I feel like that's something that's right up his. Right no, he's right. more of a he likes like long distance like marathons triathlon you know long bike rides and stuff we don't okay. we're, we're more of a, a hybrid between like we do some long cardio on one day of the week uh we do some regular lifting uh one day a week and then like some crossfit type stuff as well so we mix it up quite a bit there's Got so you. much equipment in in that room that you have too and you're talking about running uh didn't you say that you just like came from running like 48 hours or i was about like to that? say you're talking about how jimmy's a big running guy didn't you tell yeah, us what did I, you tell so, us before what we is what, what is this uh what is this story about this so long do you know run? um david goggins david goggins yes yeah I've yeah, watched yeah a few uh doc yeah. uh, not well podcast Intent, episodes right like yeah. motivation type guy has done everything, Navy SEAL type. I, you know, I don't know his act, you know, what he actually was, but bad dude. 
Um, he does these, he has these challenges that he does and they do this for charity, like in March, I think, but basically they do, it's four for four for 48. So four miles every four hours for 48 hours. And so my trainer was like, Hey, we should like, this looks fun. We should do this. And then everybody was kind of on board, but like, I didn't know about it. Like, I didn't know about the challenge. Like I didn't like actually read up on it so they were like hey let's do four for four for 24 i was like yeah that sounds great you know i'm thinking wendy's at that moment yeah i'm, like, I'm thinking four miles, <laughs> for four, what's four, my level four of hours four. for 24 hours well, i was laying in bed and i like looked this challenge up and i'm like wait a minute oh shit it's 48 hours i'm not cutting it in half i'm if we're doing it we're doing it so um yeah we and then we started adding it up we're like wait a minute if we're going to get to 48 miles, we might as well add 2.2 miles to the first 24 hours and 2.2 miles to the second 24 hours so that we'd be at two marathons, 52.4 um, in 48 hours. So we did it, dude. My knee's still a little sore, but waking up like, so we ran at uh, 11 a.m., 3 p.m., 7 p.m., 11 p.m., 3 a.m., 7 a.m., and then, you know, back around the clock. Damn. That 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. run was Dude. brutal. Where were you running got at? like an hour and a half of sleep at max between sessions. And basically in 24 hours, because, like, during the day, like, we had stuff to do. So, like, you know, after we would run, we would go get stuff done because you had three hours basically to you know get back to run your you know your next one so we we slept six basically six hours and 48 hours and then you know did the run that is terrifying i don't i i i can't believe it was wild i'll never is... I'll probably never do it again but it was cool to to say that hey we we did it yeah it's like, in the category the of things that forrest gump did in that no movie. Doubt. yeah it's in there yeah i think That's um funny. I think I would have rather ran a marathon, slept all night, tried to recover, and then ran another marathon versus every four hours. That has to have so many like psychological changes on you too, because of like just the intermittent times that you're sleeping. Like that puts you in yeah. like some states that like did you feel like you were kind of like was there any moments where you you kind of felt like that I'm trying to think of a best way to describe it? Kind of like a little bit like where you, you were kind of I'm shaky, about to die like out of your out of your body. And oh, all yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah, there was quite a few runs that I was like, I'm not sure I'm going to like make it or like you like kind of blacked out and didn't really remember some of the run. Yeah, you started like mind like, scrubbing. Man, this is this is really odd. Uh, but then you're trying to like eat you know, in between, but you don't want to eat too much because you don't want to feel bad. Um, yeah. You know, it was just, it was just really odd and, and tough uh, mentally. And then it was raining uh, for three of the runs, which. You're just out difficult. there. Just what like, are you eating? What's the meal in between? Like probably high those alkaline. sessions. So I, <laughs> after one of the runs, we went and had sushi Okay. Uh, that, didn't sit, that didn't sit like, super well. Yeah, probably. I didn't um, see that one coming. 
And then after one of the runs, we uh, went to one of the morning runs. We went and got uh, to this bagel place and got bacon, egg, and cheese. You know, just just some fuel, any carbs and protein that you could get, uh, some fats. And so then then another run, we went to uh, this place called Isabel's, little small cafe place. Um, I think I probably pointed it out to you on the way to the Mexican restaurant that we went and ate at. You probably um, did. Probably. Just an old school diner. And luckily I only ate a grilled chicken sandwich. Like I, I didn't get like meatloaf or anything. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. But you can't do that. that. That's just like common sense, then, like, I feel like. In between, like, you know, those were like the three meals that we ate. Uh other than that. I'll be honest with you. We were eating some oatmeal cream pies, you know, just any kind of like sugar and yeah, just because you were like feeling like weak. Yeah. So I'm sure there was a way better, like, yeah, like a bag of almonds. I'm thinking like this, these are, you're eating moon pies. And I was just moon, trying to get bro. any calories that we could in. Cause we were burning so many calories. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like the amount that you're cutting is unbelievable. I mean, yeah. have you ever thought about the opposite? Like you ever, we should just, at some point this year, just all sit on a couch and just like watch TV and just eat like eight hundred cheeseburgers, drink like sixty beers. Can you just like go in an opposite spectrum to be on the same? I, I definitely could. Same uh, level as well. So there's a engineer. Uh, this uh, he was new to our team last year, and he finished last in his fantasy football league. I did this. Year, <laughs> He's so. got to go to. He's got to spend 24 hours at a Waffle House. Holy classic, shit. Classic. I've seen a every, lot of those. Every waffle he eats is an hour off the time. So yeah. I told him, dude, I mean, could you, I mean, eating, I mean, if you eat 24 waffles, that, that'd be a ton in a day. Like, that's a lot. It is. Yeah, I, I love that. Now There are people that could do that, though. Like, so, like I told him, like, dude, like I'm one of go them. in, get, I was like, I would probably get a pecan waffle because I feel like it takes a lot of the breading up because, like, it's in there. Mm. Uh, so it's probably a little less bread. I said, like, get, you know, try and eat as many as you can in the first hour. Like, eat 10 or 12. You're going to feel sick, but, like, you just cut your time in half. At least. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, you cut it in half, right? Like you took 12 hours off because it's a waffle for every hour. Right. But then, like, you got to stay there, though, Dale, because, like, he's got to drink coffee and talk to Cheryl. But that's also, like, yeah. You also lose the hour that you're sitting there for. And, like, that hour is not going to feel like an hour because you're eating so much food. So that's another, you're technically only going to have 11. And let's just say, I think, I think in that moment, Cause you're like in a desperation moment. That's like, fuck man. I don't want to be here for more than like, I, I will eat as much as possible. So maybe oh, it's like 600 calories per waffle. Holy shit. You don't think, see, I don't think about numbers when I eat my food, man. Like, see, that's we something like, I don't do. I'm a fantasy football thing. Like we, it's been a continuing struggle in our league on like what last place is supposed to do. And usually like at the draft, we just make them like drink way too much. And it's kind of getting old now that we are getting old. Yeah. Um, 
Ask so weird, weird. Waffle House still sounds super cool. It's just like every I see it all the time, like on TikTok and stuff. And we want to do so. I, we want to invent something so bad, but we can't. We have no originality and trying to invent something. I like the idea of making someone go to like a restaurant with like a with like a a, a blow up sex doll and and have dinner for like three hours. I think that's uh, yeah. But nobody wants to be on camera with that, which is totally understandable. That's why it's a punishment. Right, hey, man, we got People real jobs. Right. Yeah. Right. You got to remember it. it's a punishment at the end of the day. That's why I feel like if you want to like avoid that, I mean, you just go. It depends on how serious the Don't league suck. is. The ass tat is the way if it's a serious league. And no see, one has like, to see it. I, I'm, uh, I'm not going to get a tattoo. I, I'm I don't not, like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, gonna I'm not about that. I know people that have done the ass tat. Yeah, it's, uh, a unicorn. The guy had to get a unicorn on his ass. I would have to be able that? to pick the tattoo. I feel like, but in my league, this is the first time I've ever finished last in fantasy football, and I did it this year. So I'm due Congrats. for this punishment that we're talking about, which God knows what it's going to be. But I- I'm going to do it because I sucked. I was terrible. I was absolutely terrible. But where'd you go? Um. So the way we do it is, I think in the regular season I went four and ten and we do like the the constellation bracket counts in the postseason so <clears throat> worst cumulative record after all the other games that way you can keep people who don't make the playoffs setting their lineups right you keep them involved yeah. and um i lost i wasn't going to finish last if it was just the regular season and then i got swept in the bracket and the final thing and last. how did that happen dale um i had yeah, a really have his quarterback Oh, Russell Wilson. So there's your start. Uh, Ooh, I had a really bad that's draft. That's why he went four and ten. He he went four. Nope. Nobody. There you go. That's true. A, nobody would trade with me. Um, I had I had DeAndre Swift hurt half the year. I had Cortland Sutton thought he was going to be awesome, but Russell Wilson was throwing the ball and Nathaniel Hackett was calling the plays. So yeah, you went big tough. on Denver. Yeah, I, all of it. But I mean, like, think about it. At the beginning of the year. I thought Denver was going to be really good. You were a hey, you and everybody boy. else. Right, yeah. right. Like, I thought Russell Wilson's been a great fantasy quarterback over the years, and he completely fucked me over. So, yeah. You were riding spirits. Hey, Russ. Win. Hey, yeah. funny Thanks, story. Russ. Let him uh, cook. Madison and I were working out before he went to the Broncos. We were in uh, – it must have been a race weekend. We were at the wind working out, and he Russell was in there with, like, three of his trainers. What? Surprised he wasn't working out in like his own private office or whatever. His they say. sister or uh, Sierra's sister were playing in a basketball tournament. College, like I think they played for Stanford or something. What? One of their sisters. Sure. Okay. That has to happen a lot. Neat. It's from what I'm thinking about. Like, what's who's like the craziest person you've ever just seen like working out at a hotel randomly, or just like, like anywhere, or at a gym, or like. I don't know because I don't really pay attention a whole lot. Uh, yeah, when you get in the the zone like tunnel vision, it's hard to see. Like yeah. every now and then, if I go to like walk out of a door or something, I kind of like well, like peripheral like look, but it doesn't last too long. Usually, people have to tell me like, "Hey, so and so." I know. Like okay. I, I don't make eye contact. Like, just I think that's a formula see. for success, dude. Honestly, I was thinking about that the other day. I saw this guy working at this. I was getting my oil changed, and th- there was this one guy, dude. He was just on a fucking mission. 
Like, and he never would look at people and it just like, he seemed like he was the hardest worker there. And I'm like, you know, there's so many people in life I've met. They just don't pay attention to anything else. They're just, they're on yeah. it. You know, yeah. that's success. I pay attention right to what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I was going to add. Yeah. And speaking of that, like, you know, if you look at somebody strike up conversations, which obviously is a good thing, you got to be sociable, but you never know who you're going to meet. Uh, but I did see a thing the other day that said, and I don't know if this is true, but it was like, an average person spends like two years of their life holding open a door for somebody. What? Two years? And if you think about it, like, dude, I've been stuck at doors for <laughs> yeah. a minute, you know, just holding it and just people just filing in. That's yeah. a rough situation. Dude, I find myself in that spot. Like even at like a gas station, like you, you see someone walk in and you hold it and then someone else comes running. Yesterday. And you're like, dude, I'm not gonna let the door go now and let this person. You're committed. You know, yeah, I'm. I'm in there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the yeah. southern hospitality too, Ricky. That's. Yeah. I think that's what but we all. But where did have you have to here. draw the line? I think is what we got to figure. Out here. Like what I've started doing is I, I've been there. We've all three been there where you're holding that door and people are just ungrateful as shit. Just go. They just. <laughs> they're just like, thanks, door man. Like you work at you work for Walmart. You are the greeter, and like. That's the way they work. So I've, I do the uh, the hard push towards the end, and I just kind of look back just to make sure they're okay, yeah. and then I just keep going. Oh, yeah, that is a good – yeah. Like I, you I walk that. in, open it, let them grab it, and then take off. Mm-hmm. I feel like just I like, do like that. You're passing the baton. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's teamwork I feel like right I do there. that, like, unconsciously, though. Like, I never think about it, but unconsciously I find myself in that spot where – I used to not like, think about it until I saw that stat the other day. And I was thinking wow. about it all the time. That is it all just rushed stat. back to you. Like yeah. it's like all the times you've held doors open, especially dude, I'm just like, wasting my life. Dude. I, could be, I could be doing something else. Yeah, yeah what, what else could we have done for those two years? Like yeah. that's insane. I don't think about it though. There's a lot of stuff like that. But like what is that estimating like the life the total lifespan as though? Like are we saying like Dude, I don't know. The I, average male who lives to be like seventy one or seventy two or whatever, like wastes two years holding a door. I, yeah. I, know, I don't like, think that that's the, the case here. I think the case is 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 it made you think about it. That's yeah. the that's the beauty of it, right? You you think about it because like now, like dude, I'm sitting over There's here. Probably somebody that just wants everybody to be rude. And so they just threw that stat out there and they're like yeah. Stop holding doors Stop. open for people, Stop you fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, people used to say New York people, like, didn't like that. And I found that to be bullshit. I lived in New York. People actually really... I, I got more thank yous from people holding a door open in New York City than I do, like, at the local store around where I live. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. Well, people in Louisiana have no soul, so I understand that. They're drunk all the time. I mean, yes. half the time, for the most yeah, part. Especially in February. Hey, I was just going to add on, Ricky, about the the gym kind of thing. My friend, uh, when he was like 16 or a little bit older than that, I think he was 17, 18. He may have been in college, but he had to get Tommy John surgery when he was playing baseball. Yeah. And uh, he went to a a doctor and like a and there was like a training facility somewhere in South Florida, like a pretty renowned place. And he walked in and saw and this is a while back. He saw Robert Griffin. Albert Hainsworth. You remember Albert Hainsworth? Big yeah. defensive tackle. And uh, Marcus Latimer. Uh, Pittsburgh, right? I think he uh, – Titans and the Redskins at the time. He signed – I thought he played for Pittsburgh. He, he, he may have. He may have. 
But I thought that was pretty crazy. I remember him telling us about that. Oh, and yeah. Marcus Lattimore. If y'all remember Marcus Lattimore, he was like that yeah. uh, beast running back who had the crazy bad leg injury. So I just yeah. imagine that, like walking in and seeing, you know, I mean, Robert Griffin, holy shit. Like imagine walking in and seeing him just, you know, he's hitting the bench press. Yeah. Digging. Haven't seen that guy in a wild. long time. He was like talking about how he like yelled at trees. Well, he's on Robert Griffin. He's Robert on ESPN. Griffin the third. Yeah, he's on ESPN now. He's, yeah. pretty good he's on ESPN commentary. Yeah. yeah, see that shows how my out of the loop I am. I don't watch ESPN as much as I used to. I'm big, big, big more like Channel Twelve guy, Channel Six guy, big Fox NBC guy. Like this yeah. is like this dealing with the the coax cables in the back of the TV, you know. Dude, I like uh, live off ESPN. Yeah, so. Dude, but from there, man, the, I I love these conversations. The health thing is cool. Like, like I've I've been digging more into that as well. So I know it without without a doubt, there's going to be a point where we probably come to the house and just like endeavor into to the world of the CrossFit gym. Like that's that's I'm gonna die halfway. I'd love to have y'all come through a workout. I think you yeah. would. I could see the look in your eyes, like I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. beat the shit out of these guys, right? What here. what if we what if we did? What if we combined our ideas? What if we went there and like ate like eighty dollars worth of Taco Bell, and then hit the CrossFit or whatever? You just hit the. Workout. You gotta do it. You gotta do it opposite way. You gotta go there. You gotta hit the gym first. Well, for comedic purposes, that oh, that'd be a good fantasy football punishment, which is I guess kind of unrelated. I feel like it but... still is a punishment though, because if you hit the gym that hard and then you eat all that food, you're gonna hurt either way. Your body's gonna hurt. Your legs will hurt. Yeah. I've yeah. done either that way. Before. Yeah, it'd be we, way funnier if we ate before and then just killed ourselves. And uh, you know, uh, Josh Sims. Yeah, he came. Uh, he came out and did a piece. I don't know if y'all saw it. He uh, Memorial Day. We always did oh, the wait. First workout, and he came out and did that with us. I think oh, I did shit. see that. He on, did some on of it. He's like, Whoo! He's I'm gonna sore. go and look it up. I gotta watch that. I haven't got to see that yet. I think that yeah, was on Race Hub, wasn't it? Is that what I'm thinking of? It was, yeah, it was for Fox something. Yeah, probably Race Hub or something. He was I think so I do remember seeing that. I remember it, the uh the And he cuts. looks kind of fit, dude. Like that that scares me. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's in shape. But yeah. like when you do something different, like you know, when you're in a routine and do you can go to the gym every day, but if you don't I mean you go do a different workout, you're gonna fill it, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I know CrossFit's like the biggest one that will destroy you. I've had a few talks with it, so I'm uh, yeah. I, I've the the I remember P90X. That was like where I drew the line. Yes, that guy was. <laughs> oh, I forgot team. about that. I, I had P90X, and I mean body weight stuff. You couldn't walk the next day, dude. No, it was dude. I was in twelfth grade doing P90X, bro. Thinking like I was like get my red line energy drink at the snap fitness like oh we're in it yeah and then like three days go by and you're like fuck this <laughs> like, <I'm going> yeah he <laughs> yeah. ninety that just like brought back something in my it's like I haven't heard that term in ten years and now I'm looking Dude, it up that, and you heard it, it forever yeah mm-hmm. it was right. drilled it in your brain infomer perfect push ups remember those the perfect yeah. push up. Yeah. Dude, I wonder like weight. how good P90X would be if they would have had Instagram back then. Right? Dude, oh my God, the reels, bro. Like, dude, I think about Tybo. You go back to like older. Imagine Tybo in today's time. Yeah. Like, 
Like they need to find a way to bring back like Cindy Crawford workout videos for like reels and TikTok because dude, like, yeah, like that's people- like that was the vibe, dude. Like when you could get a VHS tape of some people working out, you were excited. Yeah. People like, go insane. I'm ready to go. Got my VHS player yeah. lined up, you know. Total people, people go insane over Total like workout gym. TikToks and reels, dude. Yeah. Like it the would the total gym still digging though. Yeah. The what gym? The what the gym? Total gym. Total gym. It's still out there. They still sell them. They found a way to market it so effectively you don't even realize you're being marketed. Like it's probably in all of our subconscious. We have no clue. The most powerful. Yeah. I mean, they use Chuck Norris. Dude, oh, there you go. I found out that me and Chuck Norris share a birthday. That blew my mind. That's big energy right there, huh? Dude, I never knew that my whole life. Like, I and I used to look that up all the time. Like, who's born on March 10th? And then I just randomly off the cuff, like this year, 30 years of life have went by. And I just now realize Chuck Norris is there. So, yeah, that really like helped my energy morale. Like, up here, I'm like, like, I share that, that with him. He might be like 85 years old. Isn't that crazy? He's so old now. I think he's like 170 and he just looks like he's 80. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, that dude is, he is like one of the, because he's the he one guy that's going to live. Yeah. He's got total gym and a Bowflex yeah. probably too. Like, he, he's got all of them. If it was on TV and it was about fitness, Chuck Norris knows. Yeah. He's there for it. So it's all good stuff here. As, as far as the fitness and everything else relating, um, I know we're going to talk about the big news. So Mike Kelly is coming to the team yep. with you this year. That's going to be huge. You worked with him in the past. You've had some successes with him. What's the dynamic like right now, getting ready to go into the clash in Daytona? Where's the goals at? And um, you had wins last year. So obviously we know, well, we, well you had good wins. You had dubs. We'll put it that way. You had dubs. You had good runs. You had yeah. great finishes. Yeah. How are we capitalizing on that going into 2023? So, um, dude, the, the atmosphere in the shop is it's the best I've seen it since I've, I've been at JTG, which is good. Mike brings that. Um, you know, he, he knows how to talk to the employees and keep them pumped up and, you know, make them feel like, hey, with, you know, with all of us working together, like, we can be the best. Like, he's got that presence to him and, uh, and that leadership, which I think is very important, uh, this day and age. I mean, the cars are getting closer. Um, so you got to find little things to make your team better. So I feel like he brings a a lot to the table there. Uh, obviously our past success together, uh, you know, nationwide series championships and wins and, uh, you know, he's, he's just been around the sport for a long time. And a lot of, a lot of the guys believe in him believe in me. Uh, I mean, we basically went to all the guys and we're like, Hey, if you don't want to be here, like, you know, you don't have to be, you, you know, you can go somewhere else. You know, everybody wanted to stay and uh, which was cool. Um, you know, so, you know, cause our season ended rough, you know, we had some great runs last year and heck we went a month there where it was like, you know, we're going to win here pretty soon. And then like, it kind of fell off and we weren't real sure why it didn't seem like we had really good kind of notes to get back to where we were and like how we got off, you know, track, but, um, you know, we got a, we got a multi-year deal with, you know, uh, Chevy. Uh, so JTG is, you know, committed to, uh, them and, and they've committed to us. And then, um, you know, we're working a little closer with Hendrick, uh, this year, which, 
you know, last year and, and years prior, we've just kind of been on our own. Um, right. You know, so though I think all those things kind of combining or or uh, shaping up to be a, a amazing year for us. What's the level of see? I I didn't know you guys were getting closer with Hendrick Motorsports, which is awesome. What's like the level of uh, of help you guys get from them or are expected to get from them this year in 2023? Uh, so basically last year we got no help at all. So from anybody, um, you know, we got some, I should say no help. We got some things, um, you know, for, through our Chevy, um, you know, kind of contract, I guess you could say. But uh, again, I don't know all the ins and outs of, of all those, but um, I'll just say like, we got, way more information than we had last year. So like I would get frustrated with, and, and I told my engineers this, this year, I'm like, man, I, you know, I get frustrated. Like, you know, this is the best setup we could come up with, you know, like we had all week to come up with one, but then like, as we're getting information this off season, you know, you don't realize what you don't have until you realize it. Right. Like, so now all of a sudden I'm like, wow, they've got this much access to, you know, this tool and that tool and this information. I'm like, man, no wonder, you know, we would hit on it here or hit on it there, but like, we never really were consistent with it. Um, so I thought my deck guys did a good job with what they had last year. Um, and, and they're excited. Our engineers are super excited for this year. They feel like they got, uh, you know, new toys to play with that, that will help us. I love to hear that, man. That makes me happy. That that makes me ready because, yeah, like, we, I am, like I said, we know. Like I'm ready, dude. I'm I ready am, for it. I am. I haven't been this ready for a season in a, in a while, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Is there a race? I think about a, a few races that you were you've had great runs at. Is there a race you look back on like uh, in 2022 and think or wish you would have done something a little differently, or that the team yeah. would have done something a little differently that would have put you in a spot to win a race, like? Of course, I pointed Dover where you guys were really good, right? But yeah, yeah. I want to know um, your thoughts. So yeah, Dover, um, you know, definitely could have done a couple things different uh, that may have put us in a better position to to you know gain one spot. Um, I would say Charlotte is probably the one that I feel like kind of got away. You know, we were we passed a ton of cars. Uh, we were you know, inside the top five and top 10, most of the race. Uh, and later on in the race, you know, obviously there was a lot of people that were having issues. A lot of the good cars that were leading had issues. And so we were, we were coming. I think I was up to fifth or sixth. For some reason we had to start towards the back. I was coming up through there and uh, got loose into three, got up into the fence, had, suspension damage we finished seventh or eighth but major suspension damage and i'm like dude if that was one race where i felt like our car was capable of winning with everybody out there and then now that people were you know kind of taking themselves out if i'd have just calmed down a little bit because i was, was such a good race that um, was a crazy race man yeah uh, that's funny because we had chase briscoe on a few weeks ago and and he said the same thing. That was his race that he wished he could go back and be like, yeah. damn, I would have, you know, I, I, it sticks with him. You know, it bothers him. I guess, you know, spinning, going for the lead a little bit, 
of, of course that would bother him right but yeah. that race seemed like the biggest opportunity for a lot of different a lot of different guys right so yeah, that was kind of, you know it's a long race it you know kind of comes and goes and the, you know you got guys that can stay up front the whole race but you know different strategies kind of mix it up a little bit so that was one you know i I think we were solid at Bristol. And again, a lot of people had issues at Bristol, our tire wears and everything in practice looks good. Uh, so I didn't feel like we were going to have issues there. Um, and uh, then we get crashed. Uh, I think Suarez got us, uh, he got loose, got us in the right rear and, and, and spun us. Um, the back straightaway has been my nemesis over the last two years at, uh, at Bristol. It's, it's really killing us. So oh um since Damn. i've been at jtg i don't think we've finished one bristol race uh the, the wow. night race anyway. we're fixing Just, that this year yeah that's gotta change. That fixing that this year. i mean it's my favorite track yeah. like i mean I'm, I'm feeling it already like I got yeah it. right you've already we're got the energy this. to start the year yeah. kid like there's always big energy around bristol too yeah we're gonna go do like my my i talk, talk to people all the time you know like we we know i'm a nascar wizard my wife knows, you know, uses the essential oils, potions, and spells. We're going to go and yeah. sage that entire area. We're going to yeah, make sure that. it's the good to pass through, dude. You yeah. shall pass this yeah, time. shall pass. Through there, yeah. yeah. We're going to make you sure. You know, another happens. thing, the good juju, uh, just to add to that, everybody wins after they get married, Ricky. Everybody wins after they get married or they have a kid. Those big life moments, they translate. So we're, yeah. we're, man we're manifesting yeah. that in 2023. Good I mean, might as well start it off at the Clash or, or Daytona. So that's it. That's oh, what we got to talk about now. Like, like I know we were with you at the Clash last year. We're gonna, we'll definitely have to talk and see what we can, what we can do and how we get get back. Bringing, like, uh, I, I don't know. If we got thing. Slim Jim on the car. I don't know if you're going to bring Macho Man back out. Or I can not. still bring Macho Man. I feel like, yeah. I feel like if we come to the Clash with you, Macho Man has to come. Like he will fly yeah. on the plane. That and was be awesome. There. I, I was, I was pumped, you brother. I, um. I'll keep you posted on our uh, our our clash scheme. I'm not sure what it is. Whatever yeah, it is, be good. we could if it's if it's not slim. That the slim gym thing is on the Macho Man, right? Isn't it like in the middle? I'm trying to remember. We'll just put whatever sponsors in the car and just stamp it over that little mm. square, and there yeah. you go. It's Macho Man for Macho Man uh, Kroger, Kroger Savage, or, you know? or yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, he's ready. He's ready. <laughs> the cream rises to the top, you know. At yeah. the, at, you know, getting eggs and stuff like. I that. feel like the clash is like, um, you know, last year everybody just went out and nobody really knew what to expect, right? Like it's gonna be a good race and, this year. You know, now everybody knows exactly what to expect, and it's like I'm sure that intensity level is gonna just like ratchet up, dude. I, from what I'm That's hearing awesome now, hear. it's going to be like, obviously, you're going to be able to, I feel like there's going to be a lot more bumping and rubbing this year. It's going to be a lot more aggressive. And then you have Cypress Hill that's playing at the race. I'm big Cypress yeah. Hill, you know, jump around. Like, it, it's going to be a whole vibe at that. I, I, I can't wait, dude. Like Less COVID so restrictions excited. this year. Like, they still had COVID restrictions last year. At yeah. It was crazy, dude. Like, if yeah. you still, it was still hard. That's so weird to think about, man. Like, it, I remember getting there off the plane. It was still difficult to do, like, anything, right? Yeah. Like, it was like just, I went to eat with my guys, and I'm like, I mean, let's go pick a restaurant where we can just go in, you know? Right. Yeah. It's such yeah, a weird time. It's crazy that. how it's changed so quick. Yeah. You had to have things. You had to have a piece of paper. You had to have stuff, you know, to go into places. You did. So. 
It was uh crazy it times. Was, it was a wild wow. one. But uh yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Um, we should be back there as well. And then Daytona too, man. It's, it's the, the, this is this, it's always like these few months right here where like the energy is just surrounding best. And I'm just like, we know that the 47 has what it takes, you know, or yeah. as Kenny powers would say, uh, the shit it needs to win. Uh, so it's we got know it that right it's now. got it. For yeah. sure. It's got it. And all our guys believe it. Uh, I believe it. And I mean, uh, like I said, the, the mood at the shop is yeah, electric. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm so hyped. All right. So we're, let's continue the winning spirit into this. Uh, we, we've talked about some amazing stuff. We had, this has been like one of the, like, I'm going to be just straight up unbiased. Like this has been one of my favorite garage talks for a while. Cause we actually just talked and that's, yeah, that's, that's the good yeah. thing. Just had yeah. a good, good yeah. conversation. It just flows. No so I, uh, you are the first, I, I think we figured out, we thought Anthony Alfredo did some picks last season. It turns out, I don't think he did. And I didn't think he did when we did that. So he went two and one. He's our most recent driver to Wilman wagers. You are the official first recurring Wilman wagers <laughs> driver on this show. Right. You left. How did I do last time? Do you know? I want to say, think, I think he went two and one. one. I, there was like I think well, I went like, one as well. I feel like I, I remember that. you, Kyle Larson, and like back to back to back, three of you guys went two and one, and we yeah. had to like calculate like that's when we decided we were going to do like like a hypothetical unit, like a hypothetical dollar amount based off the line you took, right? That's what yeah. would separate you guys. So this year we're really keeping track of the rankings, and technically you'll be going head to head. Chase, don't forget this. We just had Josh Berry on, so you will be technically going head to head with Josh Berry this weekend on NFL oh, football. Nice. That's so, it. So between yeah. Josh he, Berry, he's already and, picked games this weekend. Yes, he has okay. So you guys, so between Ricky and between Josh, the pretty much the whole NFL schedule, there are picks from NASCAR drivers out there right now. Okay, for your bet. So welcome to Wilman Wagers. We're gonna kick this off, uh, Dale. Start us into the NFL playoff pick selection warehouse. Yeah, let's do Saturday, the first game of the play Super Wild Card Weekend. Pretty cool name. I didn't realize they, they called it that. But Super Wild Card. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. The spread is nine and a half. Crazy line for a playoff game, you would think. Over-under is 42 and a half. 49ers are minus 500 on the money line. Seattle plus 390 on the money line. So what do you think here, Ricky? Tell, tell us I where was, you're going to lean here. Dude, I mean, the way the 49ers are balling out, I mean, they're they're pretty much healthy. I mean, McCaffrey is so good. Oh, what's his name? Purdy's just got to get him the ball. Brock. Big Brock, cock Brock. Brock. Yeah, Big Cock Brock. Uh, I'm going 49ers to cover. All right. And, man, is Gino going to help put up some numbers? Um, what would you say the over-under was? 42 and a half. Well, remember, just your f- one favorite bet out of all these. So if you want to go, you if you want to go the oh, over, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to pick like you don't have to pick whichever everything. one yeah, is right. your okay. favorite out of those. Yeah, three games, one bet <clears throat> for each game. I'm taking the 49ers to cover. All right, lock it in minus nine and a half. That is such a crazy spread. Boom. Let's right. move on. We'll lock it in. We're gonna move on to an 
AFC East. AFC East matchup. I've had some trouble with my divisions this year, Ricky. I've been been slipping. I'll Um, be honest with you. I don't know any divisions. Yeah. I just watch I just watch it. Yeah, it's fun. It's ball the colors, football score. That's let's go. Um, See, I'm not a big I don't have like teams that I pull for. I got players that I pull for. Right. Who said that the other day? Someone else said that. Um Someone else came on and said that, like that exact same thing. Yeah. I don't know if it was it wasn't Briscoe. Anyway, yeah, I feel like that's a that's kind of a common thing amongst a few drivers. Yeah. It kind of yeah, sticks with their when guys. When you grow up in Mississippi, you don't really have a team, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you we had the Oilers. We had the old Memphis Oilers for uh, there you go. We had the Liberty Bowl, Tennessee right. Oilers. The Liberty Bowl, yeah. Shout yeah. out to the See, Oilers. I'm closer to New Orleans. Eddie George. Eddie George, see that was yeah, that was post Warren Moon, right? That was after Houston. After Houston, yeah. Yeah, that was a long time. That was such a great uniform. That was the Titans before they were the Titans. Like that was yeah, should have yeah. stayed Oilers. Um, but that's a cool name. Another uh, blue was a color in the Houston Oilers. These two teams both have blue. One is more of a teal. One is darker. The Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins are going to be battling each other. In Buffalo, the spread is set at nine with the Bills favored. The over-under is 47, and the money line is minus 460 for the Bills, plus 370 for the Dolphins. Hold on a second. I got to interrupt you. Time out. Time out. I'm looking. What book are you looking at? Because I see minus. I'm looking right now, and I see minus 12 and a half for the Dolphins' Bills. The spread? No, yeah, that's the spread. Yeah, On DK? Yeah, I'm looking right now. It yeah. must have changed because this is a screenshot. I love case of spread because I was definitely taking that for sure. Yeah, hold on. Reload the app because 12 and a half, that's a big difference. We're talking a, we're talking three points here. Yeah, I mean, that was that was me. That was a screenshot that I took at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. We've changed. Things have when did changed. You been hammering the money, hammering that. Dude, or, we, should, we should have got this fast. Or maybe we just learned that two is not playing, and that's why the spread's moving. That's well, that's also yeah. Possible. So here we go. Reset. Let's reset the board. Bills. Dolphins. Spread. Yes. Dolphins. Is- real quick. Real quick. One more interruption. Adam Schefter has just tweeted that the Dolphins are preparing as if rookie quarterback Skylar Thompson will start Sunday at Buffalo. This there game's you go. That's why it moved. We have to hurt. All right, we got to hustle here, Ricky. Dude, right. I, I feel. I still feel Buffalo. Oh yeah. God. Well, we got spread. The spread is now 12 and a half. It's minus 12 and a half for Buffalo. The over under is 43 and a half. And now the Bills money line is minus 740. Dolphins plus 540 with this breaking news uh, of uh, backup quarterback. Dang, we should have done the picks at the beginning of the day. Man. The show doesn't work that way, Ricky. No, I'm just going to look, I tried to give advice last week about it. Like I, I still think that, uh, I think a good bet here would be to take the over. I just, I love overs 43 and a half. It's lower. The bills could probably just like, what, what if they just decide to piss stomp the dolphins? They could score that. The well, Cowboys if they piss stomp, they'll also picks. cover that spread too. So that is true. I know. So, what do you, you know? Do you what? Think? I'll take, I'll take your advice. Let's go the over. Over right. 43 and a half Dolphins yeah. Bills. There you go. Boom. Chase advice. Locked it in. All right. I mean, Tyreek Hill is going to somehow score some touchdowns. 
Yeah, it's still a playoff. I don't game. hate that. It's a super yeah. playoff game, super wild card playoff game, super wild card weekend, super wild. All right, all right. Final, final game. That was the, a lot. That was, that was, was a lot. A lot hey, going on but, there. but it it was necessary. Yeah, we, was. Had, we had to find that. out. We had to find out what the hell had just happened, and we. Did. I appreciate so, you. Uh, Ravens Bengals. This is probably the best matchup of this three game slate that we're talking about here. Spread is minus seven for Cincinnati at home. Probably because we're not sure if Lamar Jackson's going to play. Over under is 41 and a half. I'm not even going to say the money line because it's lopsided. So, where do you lean, Ricky, for the final pick here? Joe Burrow versus hopefully Lamar Jackson. 41 and a half. Yes. And the spread is a touchdown. Joe Burrow is going to at least score 30. Who's their backup quarterback if Lamar doesn't play? Tyler Huntley, who's like he's played a lot this year and not played. But they're gonna score what, like sixteen? You think? Maybe, 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 yeah. So you like the over? Dude, I still like the over. Like the over. over. See, all right. Double so we got two card. overs. We got two overs here. I love it. Double I'm a big over card. Yeah. Okay. The all right. Stenhouse and weather should card. be good this weekend, right? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Let's look. We're in Cincy. Yeah. That was the only thing about the Bills game that I was like, man, I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but I think the weather's pretty good across the country. It's going to yeah. be cloudy. It's going to be cold, but um, is that at night? Yes, it is a night game. It's going to be like 25 degrees is the low. Oh. Oh. Be cool. Holy <laughs> we can still score points. They're used to that weather. Oh, yeah, they're, they're fine. Yeah. They warm up with no clothes on. So right. like Bengals yeah. Ravens, huh? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's in Cincy, so yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. Okay. Riding the two. Beauty overs. of this, the reason that we that you've taken two overs is because you drive the number forty-seven. Both of these forties could not get to forty-seven. Therefore, you have to go over. That's to right. Your number. That's, that's must be why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that is science right there. These are good. I'm excited about these picks. I'm excited about these weekend. I feel Got good. something I to look forward three. to this weekend. Yeah. Three and O energy right here. So everybody tell these picks. They're they're here and and it's time. Somebody's gotta go three and O eventually. So it's uh Dude, it's always so sick if it went three and oh. Yeah. What, be the first one. He said that'd be sick if you went three and oh. Yeah. It'd be the first one. You can do it. I be- I believe that. it. I believe it hundred percent. Just as much as I believe that the room you're sitting in right now is just badassery as well. Got the orange NOS over here. Check it out. Uh. It's it's consistently the best background we get. Yeah. Like from a driver. Is this new? Whoa. Tony Stewart. Love that. Dude, old Uncle Tony, bro. Yeah. Uncle Tony believes in you. I love it. I, they, how amazing would that be if he would have signed that, like from heavyweights, like Ben Stiller? Uncle Tony believes in you. I would have. I haven't seen that, that movie. I haven't seen Dude, that movie. You've got to watch heavyweights, bro. That is Dude, heavyweights? Fun. He's so, never seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Ben Stiller, man. I'll what put it on the list. So I was out with uh, – we were out with uh, Larson's out in um, Arizona. and Me golfing? We were golfing. We were hanging out. I had some stuff to do for uh, Louisiana hot sauce. And uh, okay. I, I did not know that there was, like, a new Little Rascals. What? It probably sucks. Or is it like <laughs> – they? Do they bring it back ain't like near as good? I can tell you. No, no. A new, new little rascal. rascals. Yeah, they're new like all rascals. our old school shows that we watch. There's new ones. 
and we just don't hear about it. We, oh God, because we don't watch 20... YouTube Kids. Like you this have is from to. 2014. Is it 2014? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible reviews. Yeah, it's just. It's People it trying to me, ride it that does, coattail. It makes me sad a little bit because it, we we're not finding original new ideas we're just we just keep remaking and remaking and what remaking, about you know? speaking of old school shows since we started the talk about the 90s country covers and stuff what about the little giants dude what a movie bro great movie what a movie dude the fact that like you literally just go at what like the o'Shea brothers right it's the classic small town you know, the Cowboys, they were gi- yeah. giant in the 90s. You know, that was every every alpha male. He had to have it. All the kids, he had to have the toughest kids. You got the, yeah. the girl that's a tomboy. And then Rick Moranis, literally like the nerdiest man alive, decides to coach a football team. Yeah. And then just has these this group of these misfit children. A.K.A. Bob Pockers. Yeah, yeah, kind of low, <laughs> low key, low key Bob yeah, in the building. Like, but, that was that was who played Honey I Shrunk the Kids, right? Yeah, Rick Moranis, dude. dude yeah, that, so that, such an underrated actor. Get Bob Pockers to send you. I used to have it. I don't know where it went. A picture of his like old hard card from years ago. Uh-huh. And if you put him and Rick side by side from Honey I Shrunk the Kids, dude. If you had in the same place, you wouldn't know. I pulled up a picture right now, and I could, I kind of see it. I want to live in a universe where Bob Pockers is Rick Moranis, and he was the actor. He's yeah. played in these movies, and it's Dude, him. Well, with our technology now, I wouldn't want to do this, but you know all the face-changing shit that you can do on these yeah. apps? You could probably put Bob's face like and make a whole movie. 100%. Yeah, or like record the whole but movie. But it wouldn't look any different is what I'm saying. Right, yeah. it probably wouldn't. He's he's just that similar to it. No, you're it's right about that. It's just Bob. Dude, that's yeah. You gotta you gotta get Bob to show you his old school hard card. We okay. haven't. We have we'll kind of a strange relationship with Bob. Like, there's times like when, he cussed when at we'll, me. We'll be walking oh, by. He did? Yeah, and uh, so on Race Hub, they were doing like a Talladega thing with him. Did you see that when he like went out on the the boulevard? The boulevard? Yeah. yeah, he ran. So he ran into us and um. I jokingly said to him, uh, "Is this your first time on the boulevard?" Yeah, I joking. Just it's just he just looked hilarious, you know. If you saw his blue fox zip up jacket, yeah, tucked in shirt, the boulevard, but or maybe wasn't tucked in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what he was wearing, but it doesn't matter. I I looked down and I was like, "Yeah, is this your first time on the boulevard?" And he said, uh, "No, it's not my fucking first time." And they actually bleeped him, say the f word on that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool moment. That's yeah. awesome. It was, it was probably <laughs> for the show. It probably wasn't really at you. Yeah, like, see, that's the thing. Is like he'll just like, but he's one of those guys too. Like we talked about earlier, he's got that tunnel vision, bro. He ain't looking yeah. at nobody else. He's like, hi, dude, works so going. hard. Yeah, dude, yeah, he he's does. he's the best, man. He really is. Dude, the he best. commutes from New York every week. Dude, just a baller. Like, and yeah, people don't think about that. Like, he's living there. He lives in the city. Like, that, yeah. dude, that it's wild, man. There, there's yeah. so much more. Hopefully, there's a documentary about Bob. A, a, oh, uh, there will be. There, there's sure. got to be at some point in life. I would do one. I just want to yeah. go on an adventure with Bob. Adventures with Bob Pockers in the city yeah. of New York. A day in the life. There's so many things we could find out, probably. Oh, yeah. Man, I learned that there's, I forgot about so many good old school movies. We need to make a list. We're going to make a list of these now. But, yeah, heavyweights needs to be on your priority list. Just family Robinson. 
Swiss Family Robinson, dude, that's real OG. Like we're talking oh, like oh. Mary Poppins OG. Yeah. I've like, never seen that. What is chimneys. that? Uh, it's Swiss. Great. What is it? Like, Swiss Family Robinson. Dude, Swiss Beverly Hillbillies. That's where. Oh, we're back in 1960 at. here. Is that 1960? Yeah, Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, that's, that's some old shit. That's an old like ass that. I thought it was new when I watched it when I was young. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, when you grow up, like living in like uh, I don't know like what your house was like, but like I know like I grew up with them wood panel walls, dog, and we had that yeah. VHS where you put they you put in like the sound of music, and you're like, this was like three years ago, and the, your whole perception just is fucked. Like <laughs> forever. That's awesome. Yeah. So. It was like that one, but yeah, Beverly Hillbillies, the remake when they had uh the dude that played Ernest played uh Jeb. That was yeah. that, that's classic stuff. So many great films. But yeah, Heavyweight just stands out to me because I love the villain, uh the the Tony Perkis, the Perkis yeah. system. I was it's an a, only child. <laughs> I'm, I'm really great. excited of interacting with children for the first time. When you <laughs> take like... the engines off the go-karts and make them push them around. Yeah. Dude, it's just like so many great moments. We're gonna make we're gonna make an all time live Garage Guys all time nineties movies. You need to come contribute definitely, to that. Maybe not ninety, just old school. Just yeah, like, old movies. Any, that, yeah. any old school movie kids movies, right? Like not, not like the adult movies. Yeah. Foundational building block movies of society of people that are over the age of twenty five. That's a yeah, very yeah. long name, but technically Stop that's the that. house. Shows that you can tell kids these days didn't grow up watching. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. That's what and like Bring I'm gonna back. give that. I'm gonna give that. We're just gonna put that on a pamphlet somewhere. We're gonna pass it out and just be like, educate yourself. Go watch this. Yes. Go watch this. <laughs> Straight up. No, I love it, yeah. dude. It's always good times. It's always good talks. I'm super excited. Ready to see you again and link up. Uh gotta do more with the golf this year, too. I I've still yeah. yet to get on the green with you. Dude, I've been um, I've been playing a lot recently. I'm trying really? to get better. Yeah, I've played a shit ton during this offseason. I don't really think I've gotten much better. Um, I broke an eight iron on a tree last week, by the way. That, I, I, I got a seven so iron mad. Um, that hurts. Dude, I um, I bent it, and I was like, well, uh, next bad shot, I'm just going to go fucking break it. And I walked into the woods and just oh, like on a tree like 800. It, like, on I, Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Like out of being mad that I suck, Ricky. Like not out of just like hitting the ball. Yeah, yeah. No, I I broke one on hitting. I haven't broke one on purpose yet. Have you ever seen someone get soup suplex at a golf course? Um, I did on social media the other day. Uh, yeah. Wait, really? Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I well, saw yeah. I saw oh, my first video of golf. a person getting suplexed at at an actual golf course. <laughs> Yeah, my fantasy football, my fantasy football league got a couple guys got into an argument. We had we do like this annual really? golf thing. Yeah, and one of the guys just picked the other guy up and smashed him on the ground. It was pretty. It was electric, but it was also not not the best. But it was all yeah. captured. I what, what, see... what was the suplex you saw? This was, or I don't know. They were all oh. over the place. <laughs> so many, so many pastels, dude. Yeah. Look at all that's too much color, man. We're wearing pink and orange. What the fuck? It's bright, dude. Yeah, they were all over the place. <laughs> it's bright out there, bro. That's that's happy Gilmore Bob Barker right there. They were trying Ooh, to reenact yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. But no, we uh we're definitely gonna have to vibe in golf this year. But dude, I'm excited for the picks. I'm excited for 2023. Ready to see you. Um, 
this has been fun. This has been a show. Dude, yeah, we we could go on and on and on and on. And yeah, we're excited for this year. Congrats on getting married, by the way. That, that looked yeah. awesome. Thank you. you and Madison make a fantastic couple. Thank you. Appreciate it. We um yeah, man, we're counting down the days till the season starts. That's it. We're gonna be, be in fun. touch. We're gonna stay looped in. We're gonna find a way to make it work. And um we will holler at you soon. But everybody knows where to follow Ricky at Stenhouse Jr. on social media. He keeps it simple for the people. And That's we love right. that. But yeah, other than that, this no is garage talk. Scores, no numbers, just yeah. No numbers, no underscores. Too easy. Stenhouse Jr. That's right. That's it. It's Ricky. Let's go.